Views expressed by program hosts and guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. This program is for entertainment purposes and is not for the purpose of, nor should be construed as, providing financial, tax, accounting, or legal advice. What small stake pools can do to survive and stay in business on this edition of your Cardano Update. Hello everyone, really glad to have you with us. I'm James Kiever with United Stakes of Cardano. Today is Tuesday, September 1st, 2020, and we, ladies and gentlemen, are officially one month old, having released our first episode August 1st. Time sure does fly when you're having fun, but not everyone is enjoying the ride. Some small stake pool operators are having to close up shop, unable to secure delegates, which pretty much wipes out any chance of being selected to create blocks. While we've seen a lot of chatter about this on Reddit and Telegram, it became real for us this weekend. Saturday, we were working with several different stake pool operators shooting get-to-know-that-SPO segments. Earlier in the week, Mateusz from Freedom Pool reached out to be featured. We shot his segment Saturday, and a few hours after we were finished, he reached out to inform us his primary delegate moved a large amount of ADA to another pool, and he was closing his pool for the time being. Now, during the interview, we asked him about the extreme lengths he was going to to attract more delegation. All right. Now, in one of our first conversations, uh, we were talking about your pool fee, which you had recently lowered to zero percent. I think a lot of people are probably in your same shoes. And I'm curious, you know, why did you do that? And how do you plan to, if not make a profit, at least break even? Yeah, so we were forced to lower this, this fee to 0% because um, we, we have relatively low uh, stake, I think uh, 1,6 million right now of ADA. So this is basically to encourage certain people to, to stake with us. Um, the plan at the moment is that when we reach 10 million, then basically we will get it back to, to 1%. Um, I'm expecting some churn uh, there. This, this, this is normal, uh, but maybe we can uh, settle at, at five. If half of people leave us, that will already be, uh, be quite something. Obviously, it can always go up, sky is the limit, but uh, the moment, uh, uh, yeah, 10, 10 million uh, would be kind of like a, like a point in which we will. Um, introduce one percent again. Now we asked Mateusz if we could still use the interview not to feature him as an SPO, but rather to put a human face to this issue of small stake pools shutting down, and he graciously agreed. So the question we're interested in asking is, what can small stake pools do to survive when delegates are moving to bigger pools? Joining me to discuss this is Adoja Wolf with the pool Ada Frog. Adoja Wolf, we just did a show on you and your content. Didn't plan to have you on so soon, but when I pitched this topic to you, it was almost like you saw it coming. Um, yeah, it wasn't too hard to see coming. You know, all the all the parameters were right to kind of be able to predict the scenario. So, what do you think can be done? I mean, what can small pools do to stay afloat right now? Well. You got to understand, A, we're very, very early in the game and parameters are set and, you know, rankings are being deployed such that it's not terribly favorable to small pools at the moment. But um, any stake pool operator needs to look at this as a long game. And it comes down to um, 
you know, attracting delegators, but deeper than that, it's uh, providing value um, and, and the delegators will come to you. You have to give them a reason to delegate to you now. The competition's very thick. And the challenge small pool ops face is they've got to crew enough delegation within a five-day window to start producing blocks. And that's important because delegators are going to leave if they don't see rewards. So a uh, very well-timed content uh, push would probably be uh, helpful. And it doesn't have to be someone just coming on YouTube or talking. It can be anything that delegators are going to find valuable. And I found once you give value, you're more likely to receive, and it takes time. It is a long game. This isn't going to be something that occurs overnight. Um, I think you know, small stake pools should be prepared to take a loss for a while until they can accrue the delegation they need, but they've got to attract it. And uh, not doing anything is the worst thing they can do. Yeah. Now, Charles mentioned he addressed the IOG 20 stake pool issue. First and foremost, do you think these pools are the biggest threat to small stake pool operators? Well, it was it was really painful out the gate with D equals 0.9 because, you know, um, federated nodes are producing 90% of the blocks that time. So a low stake pool has a very, you know, difficult chance of minting a block. And launching those pools that first week was was not favorable um, in that regard to small pools. But, you know, the next week we, we, we kind of understood that this was happening and, and, you know, had such a great impact on, on smaller delegate pools that we, we pushed as an SPO community to, to really, you know, go for D equals 0.8, the second, you know, rewards paying epoch. And so that, that more or less doubled the chances of pool operators mending a block, you know, obviously factoring in for the additional stake, which reduced it a little bit. But so, um, you know, I think that longer term, you know, IOG, they're, they're, they're a for-profit organization and, you know, they're spending money above and beyond what they're being paid by Cardano to build. And so in that regard, you have to look at it as a revenue component. Um, I mean, but don't you think there's a conflict of interest there? I mean, because they've been talking and I've heard Charles say it many times in his AMAs, um, you know, Cardano is going to be the most decentralized cryptocurrency on the planet. And yet IOG is releasing all of these pools that may that are impossible to compete against. Well, sure, it, draw, it draws public delegation out. And I like the IOG strategy where they're saying they're going to move to 50, 25, 25, meaning 50 percent public pools, 25% private, and 25% community delegated. What we have to understand is that IOG owns Cardano. They are a big Cardano stakeholder. And as such, they are entitled to do what they want to do relevant to the protocol. It's not like Cardano Foundation came out and launched a whole bunch of pools. I think that would be a much bigger problem towards decentralization. You know, right now, stake pools are the only truly decentralized component of the Cardano ecosystem, that and the delegators. And so when you think about it in that regard, it, it, it's all eyes to Voltaire, right, where votes matter. And so IOG is going to have the ability to vote based on their stake, and that's going to be very powerful, as will Cardano Foundation, as will Emergo. And so, you know, um, in that regard, I think that that's something that, that we need to be prepared for as a ecosystem and, you know, address. But as far as, you know, IOG competing, 
Um, I thought it was hurtful to, to small state pool operators, but I understand the need to generate revenue too. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. And uh, if the state pool operator is expecting just to show up and get paid, it, it, that's not how this works. I mean, running a business is, there's multiple components. And if I can dumb it down, I, I could equate it to, you know, let's say we open up a restaurant, we make the best food. I mean, you can't compete with it but it doesn't do any good if you don't have any customers. So you've gotta go get your customers. And the best way to do that is to build rapport and trust. And however you do that, the more creative you do that, the better a state operator is gonna be able to do for themselves. Now, you've touched on this, and I've heard from several people, different people, that the only medium to small state pools that are surviving are the ones that are producing content. I mean, you're producing content, many others are producing content as well. Do you think that producing content is kind of the recipe for success for small stake pools to survive. I think it's one strategy. Um, I think it goes back to providing value. I'm also supporting delegators directly. You know, I have a Telegram chat uh, where I engage with my delegators firsthand, and you know, I've been growing that over time. So uh, it's not just content production; it's community engagement. You know, there's delegators everywhere. Every every forum every community channel there's delegators and you know helping people goes a long way and so i think there just needs to be strategy there content is definitely a viable piece but it's got to be good content you know it's got to be something that somebody appreciates so uh again i would focus on value providing value and if you guys can do that you'll build a following to share that value with and then that's kind of where things can turn around for you and then obviously you know, D is going to keep decreasing over time, and that's going to increase chances for minting blocks. So it's going to get easier, um, but you've got to have the mentality that I'm in it for the long haul. Well, really appreciate your insight in this. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Anything that I didn't cover that um, you know might be adding to the conversation? Um, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to not mint a block when you have everything ready and, and you feel like the cards are stacked against you. But they are. This is a competitive landscape. You know, a lot of operators want to lower fees or drop min fees. And, you know, those are there to protect barriers from the bottom up. And I agree that that is, you know, prohibitive to a small pool at this point in time. But that's something that uh, you as a business owner are going to have to learn to overcome. The competition is thick. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that you're going to have enough time to, uh, A, have Voltaire be online ready rocking and then to actually push a vote and sway a vote in that favor. Um, you know, so near term, I would just plead to operators that really want this to come up with your creative niche, figure out what value you're going to provide, how you're going to do it and get busy doing it. It's a whole nother set of, you know, whole nother separate side of the business. But um, I really think you guys should be focusing on that because it's extremely important and it's showing how important it is. So that's all I've got to say. Yeah, and I appreciate that. You know, one thing um, I've noticed uh, is, uh, you know, when you look at our pool, United States of Cardano, me, Dave, and Isaac got together and pooled our resources and uh, all three of us, you know, complement one another and the skill set that we bring to the table. I know of other pools that um, 
brought in people who were all trying to start their own pool to kind of pool resources. And so that might be another thing that some of these small stake pool operators can do. Instead of just closing up shop, you've got all this talent. You know, if there was some way for them to find one another and maybe join forces, you know, I just hate to see these, you know, really passionate Cardano loving stake pool operators close up shop because they're not getting any blocks. Sure, I mean that's understandable, but I think that that's that that all comes with the territory of running a business. If your business can't survive alone, uh, these stake pool operators, we're, we all we all run together. You know, we're all engaging in the same channels, so it's not difficult for an operator to uh, team up with another operator. I just don't see a lot of that mindset involved. You know, a lot of operators would rather uh, just shut their pool down than consolidate. You know, and so I've, I've seen that a lot too as far as that sentiment goes. Yeah. All right. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. As always, your insight is greatly appreciated. My pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Thank take, you, James. Take care. Now it's time to meet a stake pool operator for today's Get to Know That SPO segment. Joining us today, Nicole with the Legend of Ada Pool, ticker T-L-O-A. Nicole, glad you could make it. I love your pool name. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your pool? Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm Nicole. I'm from Honduras. I currently live in the U.S. My ticker or my pool name came from The Legend of Zelda, my favorite video game. And I thought about The Legend of Ada because, you know, Ada is about to be or will be legendary in the future. So. Very cool. Now, you're not just running a pool. You're involved with the Cardano community in other ways, right? Yes, sir. Uh, currently, I'm like working on translating guides, documentation useful for like future and current stake pool operators. I mostly translate like, for example, I translated a guide for the testnet and uh, Shelly mainnet, a guide how to install Cardano node and CLI on the Raspberry Pi. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. You're even working with the Raspberry Pi. That's yep. so cool. Now, how'd you get started with all that? The, the translating, I mean. Uh, oh, well, I was taking on, like, on the testnet, I was like, okay, uh, I have my pool running up, it should be like a similar process on the mainnet, and then I realized, I don't have any delegators, or I don't have a way to sell my pool, I'm not a very YouTube person, so, like, why not try translating, that's something I can contribute to the community, will add value to the community, and eventually would add value to the ADA. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's that's really uh, I'm so impressed. Now, I know of other translators that are ambassadors. Is that something that interests you? Ah, yeah. Now that you bring it up, I did forget to mention that I did apply to become a Cardano ambassador last or yeah, last month. So I'm still waiting to hear back from them. Hopefully we'll have the good news and we'll have one more ambassador in the Cardano ecosystem. Well, we're rooting for you. Good luck with that. Thank you. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck to you and your pool, and hopefully we can have you on again real soon. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we do appreciate you joining us today. If you like this video, please consider hitting that thumbs up button and subscribing to our channel. And even consider staking with our pool, United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.